Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Today, on All Saints Day, we honor, celebrate, and remember all the saints that have come before us. And we recognize that we have much to be grateful for in the lineage, the tradition, and the legacy of many faithful believers that have given their life for the faith, for faith in the hope and love of Jesus Christ. And one of the things I appreciate about All Saints Day is that it helps bring a proper big picture perspective. We are part of a much larger story than the one that we often focus on. A tradition, a living tradition of the saints who have come before. We are part of a movement stretching throughout time, members of the people of God. And it is here we find our true purpose and our true identity. Last night, my family and I walked the neighborhood and collected candy from our neighbors. And in our family, we had two baseball players, opposing teams. And we had two Jedi Knights to protect us. Tara and I wore costumes as well. Tara was a very cute orange M&M. And I was a very ridiculously looking orange crayon. On Halloween, we may pretend to have all sorts of identities. It's fun to dress up and look like some famous character, but in real life, where do we find our identity? Culturally, in our society, identity is often tied to our occupation or, or perhaps where we are from. That's why when we meet someone, we typically ask them one or both of these questions. Where are you from? What do you do? But we all know that we are much more than our current or former professions. We are more than a place that we grew up in. Once again, our society suggests that identity comes from social groupings, things that we have in common with other people, such as racial and ethnic groups, gender groups, political parties, etc. But once again, we are more than those tags that we place on people. I did a quick internet search of where to find one's identity, and the results suggested a few things, such as this. Find your moral compass. Take a personality profile. Consider your past and your desired future. I would suggest identity is a big topic in our time and in our place. Many people identify with all kinds of things, and many have competing identities. Who we are at work, who we are at home, who we are on social media are not always the same. We often don't want to show who we really are or what we really think. But All Saints Day is a day that we can be reminded of our most pure form of identity. We are Christians, followers of Jesus Christ. And our identity is found in our Lord Jesus. Other things are important and sometimes celebrated or should be celebrated, but as Christians, our overarching 
most true identity is found in Jesus. And our community, our people, our people is the people of God, the saints that have come before. We are knit together in Christ Jesus, not just because we all understand theology and doxology the same way. That certainly is not true. We are knit together in Jesus Christ because of the cross of Jesus. We come from all of our identities in this world and come to kneel at the foot of the cross together. No matter if we are rich or poor, Republican or Democrat, black or white, as St. Paul wrote, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If we are in Christ, then we are the children of God through faith. And when we believe in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that is the atonement for our sins, when we by faith receive the grace of God, we are changed by God's great love. And we become adopted into the family of God. As St. John wrote in our second reading today, see what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. And probably the greatest example of this new identity in Christ, in our worship and in our liturgy, is when we come to the altar to receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And of course, right now it's a little different as we receive communion in one kind. But when we come up, there are two things that are important. First, we come up as we are. With all of our weaknesses and strengths, all of our shortcomings, we come with our sins. We come as we are. And we give those things to Jesus. We lay those things at the cross. We submit ourselves to his atonement. We come on his terms, not our own. Jesus, I'll come, but you got to accept me in here and here and here and, let me, and allow me to do this. And we don't do that. We come as we are, broken. And we give those things to Jesus. And we open our hands, one on top of the other, as we do in our tradition. And what is in those hands? We place a little card in those hands that says our political party. No, we don't do that. We have a little note that says how much we give to the church. No, we don't do that. We come with empty hands because Jesus made a way for us to receive the goodness and grace of God. Jesus has supplied all that we need and our hands are empty. And this is why in our collect for All Saints Day, we prayed, Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. What binds us together is the cross of Jesus Christ. And it is here that we are bound together in love. It is here that we are born of the Spirit of God. It is here that we have become adopted into the family of God, co-heirs with Christ Jesus. Our identity is in Christ Jesus, and our people are the people of God, the church. And we pray further in our collect, give us grace to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living. Our community, our people, from generation to generation, 
as St. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. We find virtuous and godly living in the Holy Scriptures. We see the examples of those who have gone before. And we live not our lives for ourselves, but in love, sacrificial love, agape. We pick up the cross of Jesus Christ and serve and live so that others may come to faith in Jesus our Lord. We share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ that we can be free from our sins. And if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. And what does all this mean in the end? It means we are headed toward eternal life with Jesus Christ, our Lord. As we prayed in our opening collect of All Saints Day, Almighty God, you have knit us together, your elect, in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. And that is where we are headed to those ineffable, inexpressible, unspeakable joys. It was described in our first reading from Revelation. As we worship our Creator, our God, our Lord Jesus Christ, where we will be gathered together, a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and people and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, worshiping the Lamb of God. Eternity will be spent with not just Episcopalians, not just Anglicans from around the world, Baptists, Charismatics, Presbyterians, Church of Christ, Methodists, Catholics, to name a few. I won't name them all, we'll be here a while. People from every nation, people that don't look like you, smell like you, dress like you, people that speak a different language than you, different cultures, ethnicities, even people with different political points of view than you. Outrageous, I know. All kinds of people that truly love our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what All Saints Day reminds me of, that my identity is in Christ and his cross, that my people are the saints of God, and that my destination is in the throne room of God with all my people. So when I look at what is happening in 2020, when I look at the most divisive election that I've ever experienced, when I look at the way people treat other people, when I feel the pressure to vote this way or that way because I'm a Republican or a Democrat, when culture pressures me to have certain points of view, Christians, we are foreigners in this land. All Saints Day reminds 
us that our overarching identity is in Jesus Christ, not in a political party or a cultural ideology. Our people are the people of God with all their faults and failures, and boy, do we have a lot. But with all our strengths and successes, the church is our people. And one day in eternity, which will make this current age feel so small in comparison, a vapor that quickly vanishes, as James described it in, his, in the uh, book of James, I will be with my people worshiping my God for all eternity. That is All Saints Day. A day of unity, a day of perspective, a day to celebrate, a day to reshape and adjust my thinking and my imagination. As the psalmist declared in our appointed psalm today, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are they who trust in him. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus today. Let him guide your path. Set your minds on things that are above and not things that are on earth. For our lives are hidden with Jesus Christ. And on that glorious day when Christ Jesus appears, then we also will appear with him in glory, along with all of our people, all the saints of God. Trust in him today. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.